Christmas Eve. Technically, according to the clock, it is actually Christmas. Oh, man. I know. It's, you know, kind, of, you it's know, kind of a bummer. You know what that means? I can't say the line I've been wanting to say all day. What? Tonight is the night <laughs> before the dawn, before the day of Christmas. Come well, in! Come in man. and do be better, man! Well, you, tell, you still can technically say that, because... We haven't gone to sleep yet. And actually, he says that at two in the morning, on Christmas morning. On Christmas morning. So. So. Come in! <laughs> Did I already say that? Your little absent-minded spirit. No, I'm a large <laughs> absent-minded spirit. Oh. Come in! <laughs> this is Pod Bros. We have had an awesome day. Uh, we did five uh, Christmas Eve services over at the Heights. Um, and it was awesome. Uh, we had a blast. We got to stage hand, do some low life fog, uh, kind of help people around, move stuff off the stage, on the stage, doing, you know, doing, doing what we do. Um, so once again, we are pod bros, a production of sound bros productions productions. Oh man, that, that, uh, that root beer is good. It is. It's good. Good. Um, we are on Facebook, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Um, this uh, this show is a little bit different because we're actually not coming at you from the um, normal Sound Bros Productions uh, pseudo studio that we have. We are actually coming at you from the garage of the parentage of the Sound Bros Productions. Indeed. <laughs> So um, we're set up in the wonderfully cool garage. It is. Because it's, it's, it's a balmy, a 63, balmy degrees 63 degrees in here. Um, it's it's fantastic. We love it. It's awesome. Um, so Merry Christmas Eve, uh, because technically this is the Christmas Eve show. And so we are Christmas because Eving. It is the night before the it dawn, is the night before, before the, the day, day of Christmas. Of Christmas. <laughs> Come in! Come in and know me better, man! Oh. A Christmas Carol, great story. A Muppet Christmas Carol, our favorite, probably one of one of my favorite Christmas movies. Um, we watch it every year. Thoroughly enjoyable. The uh, um, I, I you know what I like that one, and then of course my ultimate favorite is the Santa Claus because um, it reminds me of my grandpa. Um, because the first time we saw it was at Thanksgiving, um, one of the very first years that we were. Uh, going Is to Thanksgiving. Saw it? Was it yeah. Thanksgiving? Yeah, we oh, saw it in theaters. Nice. It was actually one of the very first movies I ever saw in theaters, to be honest. That was in 94? Uh, whenever it came out. The year it came out. I don't know what year it came out. I think it was 94. Because okay. so. I think it was the first year we went. Indeed. Um, so, uh, did you have a good time at the at the show today? Uh, 
I had a fantastic time, to be honest with you. I am, I do a lot of tech stuff, um, or at least I used to, I used to do a lot of tech stuff. Oh, we're getting back to it. Um, a lot of lights and sound and video and a lot of uh, special effects for theatrical productions and special effects for effect. Continue. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> and uh, it. It was very enjoyable. We didn't we didn't do all of the stuff that I like to do. Um, well, because... we didn't we didn't do all of the stuff that we normally like to do because we're we're new to the family, is yeah, the best way to put it. And so true. when you're when you're when you're joining in, and you're helping out, and you're well, I think I think that's a small. I think that's only a small part of it. I think I think the bigger part of it was that um, the the schedule for setting everything up. Was you know was was <coughs> a bit more, and we had stuff that we had planned, right? And so we we helped a lot, but some of the stuff that I like doing, like hanging lights, and we didn't get to be part. I didn't of that get to stuff. be a part of yeah. that, and that's one of the things I like to do the most. Um, if any, you know, uh, it's funny when I work with people, they're like, "Wait, you enjoy this?" Yeah, um, we need someone to tape all the cords down. I'm like, I'll do it. Pick they're me. like, really? I'm like, yeah, give me that roll of tape. And then when they come up on stage, they're like, oh. That's why you like doing this. It's so nice up here. Well, I got to do some of the fun things I like to do. I got, I got to, uh, well, I, got to I, mean, I got to move. I mean, of course, we're talking. So there's there, what we're discussing is the difference between pre-production and production. And, and then, then, of course, post-production. post-production. And so the pre and post um, of the hanging and taking down the lights Unfortunately, because of everything that we have going on and and all of the busyness, we were, um, and the schedule, we didn't have the schedule, so we weren't able to schedule that in. Yeah, to our schedule. um, To our schedule, so we were kind of stuck not being able to help that stuff out. But during the show, um, we we actually did, we did did live production, um, but we we got the opportunity this time, or at least I did. We've been doing production, I've been doing production for... I don't know what, twenty years maybe. Twenty five years. Twenty five years since I was about fourteen, um, and so it's been it's been a bit. Well, younger than you that, know, but yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, what, twelve, ten, eleven? Well, I mean, we're we we've been doing it since we've, we were kids. We've been doing. I mean, our yeah. parents did theater. Yeah, and we've been a part of that. I mean, exactly. Yeah, that, let's, that's true. let's be that's fair. True. We've been doing production stuff, so, or at least acting. At least acting since we were born. Yeah, li- <laughs> since we were you know little 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 kids. Uh, but then the actual production side for you know I, I think I I started learning sound um, from one of my friends down in Tucson, Josh Unruh, um, when I was I think twelve. So that's twenty five years at least. Um, I started doing roadie work when I was ten. Oh, that's right, you did. But that is because I was already yeah. twenty. I had the I had the advantage of, of of all of of my older because I'm the fourth and you're the first. Right. Yeah. So I had the advantage of the older brothers already helping, and so it was easy for me to just kind of jump in and help because I had kind of seen what they were doing. And, well, and learning it and working directly with yeah, us and working with you. So yeah. you know, I started doing I started doing you know wrapping cords and running cable and moving moving the you know well, moving we, the heavy stuff. First. We still hold the uh, we still hold the. We win on the competitions. <laughs> yeah, How right. fast can you wrap a hundred foot? Thirty seconds, twenty seconds, something like something, that. Something like that. Yeah, I haven't so, done that in a long time. I haven't either. We should do it again just for fun. We've got the cords. We might as well. So, um, uh, so, so today, 
so I said all that to say ordinarily, normally after the amount of time that we've been doing this, I'm usually either um, behind the soundboard or I'm consulting on the soundboard um, or behind the light board or consulting on the light board or, you know, or consulting in some way where I'm, you know, not to say that I'm at a higher level, but I'm just I'm not doing the basic stagehand stuff. Um, And I got the opportunity to do the basic stagehand stuff today. Um, I got the chance to, you know, just be the guy that helps move the piano off the stage uh, during the production, you know, where the lights go black and where the where the guys in all black that come out and move the stuff and stand backstage and have a flashlight and help the, you know, help the talent get onto the stage and then just make sure that things are going. And I I got to say, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I did what I normally do. Um, when I'm a stagehand and that is do something, something stupid without thinking about it and end up hurting myself, um, which I do every time I'm Was on that stage. when you uh, did that dramatic slide across the stage? Yeah, you know, you, you do a knee slide across the stage to the piano on a stage that's not smooth. Um, and you, uh, I thought it was very graceful. I didn't even notice. <laughs> you skin your knee. My knee, uh, my knee actually doesn't look too bad, but it's kind of raw right there on the front. Well, the front, I the did that. There. Uh, on Monday, when we were there helping before the dress rehearsal, I jumped off the stage and went to my knees. Oh, that's right. Off you of did. The, off the of the two and a half, three, three foot. Is that? Three, foot high? three foot. Yep. Jumping from a three foot high stage to your knees would not recommend it, especially when you weigh over 300 pounds. Well, the concrete's great for that. So However, my ankles are killing me. I right am now, a professional. I I'm a professional at. Doing such things, and so I did it very gracefully, and probably if anyone had seen me, they would have thought I did it on purpose. I actually thought you had done it on purpose until you said something. It actually didn't hurt. Really? At all. Yeah, this knee thing hurt. Yeah, It's I have... the only thing today that hurt. I, I banged my ankle. I twisted my ankle. The I did a couple thing, of things. The only but... thing that hurts right now is I, I have a cut on my finger, and I cannot find it. Oh, you know what I did get to do today? We got to play to with dry ice. Oh, yeah, that was way And that fun. is the best part ever. It's so much fun. Oh, thank you. That's what that is. It's a dry ass cut. No, it's not. I cut my hand when I was messing with the smoke machine, and it's under the skin. Ooh. So anyway, so we said all of that to say um, we got the opportunity to sit with uh, with uh, Pastor Ron, our friend Pastor Ron Merrill, mm-hmm. in the back in the green room during the show and had a great conversation with him and, and chatted, and he is an amazing person. Um, and we had a blast. And we had a great conversation um, with Pastor John. And we and we had a great conversation with Pastor John. And uh, and just the production today and everybody that was involved, Jala and Joanne and, uh, and Kaylee. Kaylee's voice. Oh, my gosh. she And, uh, and of course, the production crew, Chris. And, um, and, yeah. And, I mean, so uh, what I who I just Joel. named were, the, you know, a lot of the talent. Um, Zach. Um, uh, Jaron, the drummer. Um Preston on keys, Eli on guitar, um, and I am blanking on the other guitarist's name right now. I feel like a horrible person. Zach? No, no, no. Zach is the one, the other guy. Jala? Nope. The other one. Who's the other the one? The guy with the acoustic. I oh, can't the one in the front name. corner. Yeah. I don't know if I ever got his name. I, I've been told it before, but it just, I haven't. And now I feel like a horrible person. So... If he ever hears this, I apologize. You were awesome today. We had great conversation all day long. You were so awesome he didn't even remember your it name. Just, you were you were you're just that awesome guy with the guitar. 
Anyway, and then they had a whole choir, and then we have a full production team. Chris and Joel and uh, Amy was the producer in the back, and uh, and then you uh, Austin was our stage manager, and then me, you, and uh, Caleb doing the stagehand stuff. We had a blast. We had a blast. I literally and, just named everybody's name. And you and awesome. Caleb are thespians. We are, actually. Um, I don't know if I'm still a thespian member in good standing. I would assume I am because it's a, I, I became a life a life it's a lifetime membership um but honestly i don't know if that, i've heard it's a choice still being a thespian <laughs> thank you yes it, well it is a choice i mean you, you not everybody gets to thespian hmm. uh not everybody gets to thes thes be honest thes be on our way thes be on our way are is there anyone that's the thes be out <laughs> thes be instead, out instead of thes be in <laughs> thes be in i'm a thes be out peace out <laughs> That's what they call it down in the in the southern area. Says <laughs> be out. Says be out. Uh, it was the nizzle before Krizzle and all through the hizzle. <laughs> this is uh, the night before Christmas, the Snoop Dogg version. So, um, we, uh, yeah, we just we had a great day today, and was awesome. uh, there was uh, they thousands of people came through. We had one, we had one show. I think it was the third show, fourth show. Uh, that we had literally fourth show, literally standing room only. Yeah, four o'clock. It was standing room only. They actually had to turn people away because we were over capacity. Yeah. Um, and so then the fifth show actually was also um, like on that verge or all the, the way through. Uh, it, or the monochromatic light was really cool. Yeah, actually that that was that was just awesome. I mean that Pastor John did an entire sermon on how um, we live in a gray world and we get the opportunity for the choice of color. And uh, he wore a pink shirt, a pink sweater that looked gray under the lights. And then when the lights, when the white light was turned on, you could see the color again. It was, it was pretty cool. It was dramatic. It was was very very dramatic. dramatic. It was, it was just, you know, from an artsy standpoint, I thoroughly enjoyed You know, it. honestly, I think my favorite part of all, and I probably am very biased on this, but the part at the beginning where, uh, what is her name? Kaylee. Kaylee is playing the... Oh, she's the, saying Gloria. The faux grand, up, grand upright piano. Yep. Um, and the rolling fog. And singing. Is under her. She looked like under, she was playing a piano on, on a, a cloud. cloud. It was so cool. I think that was my favorite part of all. Um, it was definitely the most. Not to say this the wrong way, but it was definitely the most like Christmassy thing of the show. Well, and then you had all of Silent Night. And but I, I mean, like as far as like with the candles, traditional Christmas ish. You know, it's. It's a it's a show, and right? So they're yeah. you know they're hyping up the crowd and they're dancing around on stage and everything, and it's you know that, that's that's you know that's fun and I enjoy that immensely. Yeah, yeah. But it's not like it's it's, it's not your typical there's, Christmas. Well, there's something about, and maybe this is just for me. I, I'm sure that there's other people that feel this way, but there's something about an epic Christmas song that is just you know. There's there's the dramatic effects of it, but you're just sitting there and enjoying the song. Oh yeah, 
No doubt. Or sitting there and singing along to the song of something you know. Well, and the other side of it, too, is that with the amount of theater that we've done, that that song with the lights and how they were lined out and the smoke and the art of it is what is what we like. Yeah, that's true. You know, it's what we like. So Um, and it was an epic song. It really was. It really was. So um I think that we should uh I think we should start at least with a little part of the Christmas story. We should read that tonight. We should we should do it after the bottom of the hour though. In the second half? In the second half. Do uh do about fifteen minutes maybe of it. Yeah. And then uh for Christmas we'll definitely read the whole story. We may even have a dramatic reading from the founder of the feast. Ooh. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. That would be pretty because cool. Because he does read the Christmas story. That is one of our traditions, is after breakfast in the morning, we read the Christmas story. We read the Christmas story, yep. Um, now, between the the classic, with the separation, with the exception of Pastor John's sermon today, out of the traditional Christmas stories... Which one is your favorite? What do you mean? Between Luke and and Matthew. Oh, Luke. I like Luke, and I like Luke because Luke is the first-hand account. You know, I... It's like he was there. Typically... And I wonder if he was. No, he wasn't. He definitely was not there. Because he's too young for that, right? No, 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 no. Luke is from Rome. Luke went to Israel on behalf of... Uh, that's right. That's right. Yep, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Theophany, you're asking the wrong. You're asking the wrong person. My dear Theophany. The, the, anyway, gosh, I I, I like remember. Luke. Anyway, no. Uh, normally, I say Luke with most of the stuff because Luke's all of his all of the book of Luke and then into Acts are all firsthand accounts, and then. <sighs> When Luke finally catches up with Paul and the disciples, it actually is Luke's firsthand account of what's going on. Of what's going on, which is awesome. Y- you can actually watch. It's it's about midway through Acts. It switches from it they switches from they to, to we. we. Yeah, yeah. So, if there's anyone out there who's never read the Bible before and wants to start reading the Bible, or you've read through the entire Bible and you're thinking. I want to start reading through the Bible again, but I want to read through it a different way than I normally do. Right. Start with Luke. And then read Acts. And uh, and enjoy it. And close that before it freezes. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> you know, so normally I say Luke, but... I... There's something about maybe it's the maybe it's the educator in me. Okay. Maybe it's the the historian in me that when Matthew, I when Matthew I read grabs you. Matthew, it's like reading. It's more than reading a first. It's 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 almost better than reading a firsthand account because there's a lot more of the explanation. Right. Because he talks about the wise men, and he and he draws all the connections with the prophecies. Yeah, no, I thoroughly enjoy that. But... As a matter of fact, when you read through Matthew, and this is one of the reasons why I like Matthew, I, I, I like the whole Bible. I think the Bible is a is the ultimate culmination of what a book should be. 
Well, and it, it was meant to be that way. Right, of course. I mean, the, the literally the I mean, it is the word of God handed it, down. It is to the man. word of God. It has to be. Per, it has to be that. Right. If it is not that, we have problems. Right. right. Yeah. Like if absolutely. you start reading the Quran and you go, wait a minute. Yeah. If you're reading the well, Quran, this has three different interpretations of it. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I mean, you know, <clears throat> and wow. and what's crazy? Merry is Christmas. That, I'm sorry. Seriously, Excuse me. bro. Good ooh, Lord over ooh, there. Ooh. What's it, you know, just a little just a little side note there with with the Quran it's very interesting because you have one interpretation or two interpretations where let's you know, jihad. Yeah. And then you have this other interpretation that there's actually a group in America right now that is their whole thing is that the Quran was misinterpreted and it was actually this peaceful book. Yeah, I don't believe that. Well, the thing is about the Quran is that it's written in a language that has three complete that has wor- words that have three completely different meanings. No, and and that's how you can have oh, Islam is an is is a religion of peace. But if you interpret it that way, and that this is if what you my, interpret it that way, this is what my point is. I'm not I'm not saying that Islam is not a peaceful religion or that it is a peaceful religion. You're simply um, saying that it's there's multiple interpretations. I'm saying that. There is a lot of evidence to show that people think that it's not a peaceful religion. Right. Anyway, that we're not talking about Islam. And, and you know, to, to take it there, because I'm going to, there were a lot of Christians in the Middle Ages, Christians, strong air quotes, that were being, right. that were following the Catholic Church that slaughtered other Christians because right. of the Catholic Church's interpretation of the Bible. Right. Yeah. 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 And yeah. so and so, so there's, know, there's, there's 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 the two sides. There's the there is always the two yeah, sides of the exactly. story. And and there is tons of stories of 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 Muslim people throughout the world that have um I guess thrown off the stereotype. Right. The right. negative stigma and you know, I mean and have actually lived decent lives let, and well, let's not be honest their here. lives like garbage. Let's and, be honest here. And not following not this here the key here is the Sharia law. They haven't followed Sharia law. Well, let's be honest here. No, there are some that that have followed Sharia law. That, I mean, truthfully, the the war in Iraq and Afghanistan would have not even come close to being able to function the way that it did if there weren't people that if there weren't people in the Muslim world that were willing to set aside their differences. Yeah, that that's valid. Because that's valid. I mean, I mean the. You read stories about the the Iraqis that joined with the Americans, right, to fight against Saddam the, Hussein, the jihadists. And they Saddam were the Hussein. same people yeah. that joined with the United States when Russia was attacking, right. And so yeah. it's like you know, they, there are epic people everywhere. Yeah, and, and no, no doubt. But we're that that steps outside of the realm of religion and steps into the realm of decent human right you know anyway. basic decent human hum- anyway basic decent human human i'm sorry human decency are, are you i was dropping over the there, human. yeah i'm having a stroke leave me alone um stroke stro- stroke. 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 stroke 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 um so anyway off of islam because i don't want to discuss that um too late we already did too late we already did um no, I just it's only it's I like, only it's only natural that we should be talking about religion on on Christmas. Morning. Of course, of course. Well, Christmas Eve. And so I I you know when it comes down to it I like the I like Luke so, and you so like here's, Matthew. So here's a question. Since it's Christmas Day, indeed, technically. technically. 
Is it Christmas Day? Or is it only Christmas Day until you've gone to sleep and woken up the next morning? Oh, it's only Christmas Day until you've gone to sleep and woken up the next morning. This is still Christmas Eve. It doesn't matter that the clock says that it's Christmas Day. So what about that Calvin and Hobbes? (laughs) What Calvin and Hobbes? The Calvin and Hobbes? Wow. I've got like the worst burps. I am so sorry. That was gross. That was right in the microphone. It was too. It was like a. It was like the a, one where they're the one that they're sitting awake. It's Calvin and Hobbes, and they're sitting awake in the bed, and they can hear the mom and dad, but they think it's Santa. Right. And he and the dad stubs his toes, and you know there's an explanation. Blank, blank, blank. And he's like, "Did you write these ones down? We'll have to look them up in the dictionary later." <laughs> and then after they, you know, after he they go to bed, they both come out, and uh, you know all the presents are under the tree, and they're like, "Santa was here." And uh, Hobbs looks through, or Calvin looks at all the toys, all the presents, and he's like, "There isn't one here for Hobbs." And he yells, "Hey, there isn't one for Hobbs!" And his mom and dad, and his dad is like, "It's too, it's too late. Just go to sleep." And then Calvin's like, "It's okay. I'll give you the gift of being my best friend," and they, or something like that, and they hug each other, and it's, it's, it's precious. Where did you? Go, where were we going with this? I was wondering if. Is it Christmas, or is it still Christmas Eve until you go to sleep and wake up the next morning? It's still Christmas Eve until you go to sleep and wake up the next morning. That's the same rules for the day, right? It's not the next day until you go to sleep and wake up the next morning. So, what about people that work overnights? Like like you say, they worked 10 to 7. So, if you go to work at 10 on Thursday, you worked on Thursday. You get off at 7 on Friday, you go to sleep, and then it becomes Friday. Uh, Okay. What if you don't go to sleep? Then it stays Thursday until you go to sleep. Don't argue with me, man. It's one thirty in the freaking morning. So <laughs> it's it's almost one in the morning on Christmas. So if that it's not Christmas yet. So if you work on Thursday night and you start yes. at ten, right? You get off of work at seven, and then you go to prayer in the morning and work with the door director all day, and then go to an outreach that evening, and then you go to go to uh, sleep, and then you work and, and you're then doing that until like. 11, until 12 o'clock at night that night mm-hmm. and go to sleep at 1.30 in the morning when you get home. When you wake up, is it Friday morning? Nope. You skipped Friday and went straight to Saturday. So there's just no Friday that week. No Friday that week. You're ridiculous. Hey, I don't make these rules. It's just how they are. It sounds like you just made up those rules. Just now. Hey, I want I have a question for you. Okay, I'm ready. Um, is there a type of bagel that can fly? I don't know. Is Maybe there? a plain bagel. Oh, that was clever. <laughs> what do you call a seagull that flies by the bay? A, a bagel. bagel. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> that's two. Yuck, yuck. Oh, you know what we've never told on this show? Actually, there's no. a couple of things Wait, we have to hold do. Hold on, hold on. No, no, no. no. no, 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 no I've no, got no, no. stuff running in my head. I can't lose it. There was a guy. Okay, go ahead. I don't want you to lose it. I'm just going to tell you the funny joke. Go ahead. First, to uh, Stacy and Colby Rutashki, those cookies. Those cookies. Go ahead. Were amazing. Even after he dumped them on the ground. Would you? <laughs> it was an accident. And I will have you know that we ate every single one of them. That's why I said that. They were still good. Even they were, after you they them were amazingly the delicious. Thank you so much. That was very, very nice. We really appreciate the card. 
Merry Christmas to you guys. That was awesome. Merry Christmas to everyone. Merry Christmas to everyone. Also, we never said this last week, um, but every show last week was the number of the show we did on the number day that we that it was. It was actually. It was the sixteenth show on the six on December sixteenth. And the seventeenth on the seventeenth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah, gets the idea. Yeah, yeah. Um also it's been a while. Um uh but I don't know if you know this, but um every every now and then um uh with the way that the sun uh moves throughout the sky, um there's the solar you know, solar eclipses, you know how that works, right? Um and so that there is another solar eclipse coming up. Um, however, it will not be seen in North America. Okay. Because Epstein didn't kill himself. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, so there was that a, one together. There was myself, a sailor. By the way, there was a sailor who uh, his ship was destroyed, and he was uh, he was marooned on a on a on an island with no supplies at all. Okay. All he had was a um, was his standard issue Wilson. Uh, it was actually it was a standard issue. Um, Siemens calendar. Okay. And um he uh he was stranded there for days, weeks even. I can feel myself hating you already. And uh but I can't get I'm I'm trying when to When the Navy finally found him, he was in great condition. They couldn't figure it out. Turns out he survived from all the dates on the calendar. You're so stupid. And not only that. Oh my gosh, shut up. Not only that. What the f- freaking crap, man. He even had dessert because of the Sundays. Oh my gosh. Did you read this? No. Or did you make that up? No, I didn't. <laughs> Neither. Where did you hear this? I don't know. Maybe you should figure it out since you say that it's the best of all of them. <laughs> I didn't say that was the best. No. The thing that that's from, you always say that's the best one, but yet clearly you you aren't as much of a fan of it as I am. Is this better off, Ted? Nope. See, I changed some of the story, ah, so it was deceptively yeah, so it was confusing. Deceptive. Okay. Um, did you know that Chuck Norris? Because there's something this show needs is ridiculous Chuck Norris jokes. Because I love Chuck Norris jokes. Ordinarily, I'd interrupt you. And tell you it's the bottom it of the hour. It is the bottom of the hour. But you're about to tell a Chuck Norris joke, and I'm concerned about him appearing and punching me. Okay, fair enough. So Chuck Norris can start a fire with two ice cubes. Wow. Yeah. Did you know that Chuck Norris has a fist under his beard? Really? It's his chin fist? Did you know that Chuck Norris doesn't actually cut his hair ever? No. He just stares at it in the mirror and dares it to grow. Nice. I like that one. He also doesn't cut his grass either. Does no. the same thing. Does it does the same thing? Do you know that once Chuck Norris had a had a race with time? Yeah. Yeah. Time is still running. Oh. Yeah. Do you know that ghosts exist because Chuck Norris kills people so fast that death can't keep up with it? Oh, that that makes sense. Did you know that every two seconds in the United States someone needs blood, all due to Chuck Norris? Did you know that Chuck Norris can till can kill two stones with one bird? Wow. Did you know that one drop of Chuck Norris's sweat can take the shuttle to the moon and back again. Oh, also, that's one tear can cure cancer. Too bad he never cries. <laughs> We're just going to rattle off Chuck Norris jokes. Do you know that Chuck Norris can walk on water? 
He's actually not God. The water's just too afraid to get him wet. Nice. Yeah. You know, if it walks like a duck, <laughs> talks like a duck, smells like a duck, but Chuck Norris says it's a giraffe, it's a giraffe. <laughs> That's a, I don't think I've ever heard that one either. That's great. Uh, you know Chuck Norris can uh, strangle you with a cordless phone? Yeah. You know, Chuck Norris once played a uh, a round of tennis with a brick wall and won. Ooh. He also played uh, roulette with a fully loaded revolver. <laughs> Chuck Norris once got bit by a king cobra, and after three agonizing days... The cobra, the cobra died. died. <laughs> you know, some people wear Superman underwear. Superman wears Chuck, Chuck Norris, Norris underwear. underwear. On the other hand, Chuck Norris doesn't wear underwear. Because <laughs> he's Commando. Yeah. Wait, Come is he on. Commando? I don't know. No. no Schwarzenegger he's the, is. He's the Ranger. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger is Commando. Don't um, think about this A handicapped much. parking sign does not signify that this spot is for handicapped people. It is actually, in fact, a warning that the spot belongs to Chuck Norris and that you will be handicapped if you park there. That's good. That's good. Uh, Chuck Norris once had a heart attack. Yeah? Yeah, his heart lost. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Chuck Norris can speak Braille. Gosh. I heard the dinosaurs uh, all went extinct because of the Chuck Norrisaurus. Oh? Yeah. Um, you know, you know, nunchucks used to be called something else. Really? But nobody knows who Bob is, so. Nunchucks. Yeah, they used to be called nun bobs. Did you know that the chief export of Chuck Norris is pain? Hmm. Yeah. Chuck Norris doesn't check the time. He decides it. Chuck Norris once beat the sun at a staring contest. Nice. Did you know that Chuck Norris jokes originally started out as Vin Diesel jokes? Did they really? Yeah. Did they really? For real? Mm-hmm. But it turned out that Vin Diesel wasn't Chuck Norris. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That was good. Did you know that if Chuck Norris was was uh, was in the was a Spartan in the movie, it would have been called one. Oh, hey! Right. Just a side note here: software update will be auto installed because I think my iPad said that too. Hey, it's the bottom of the hour. We're we're five minutes past the bottom of the hour. No, no, it's the bottom of the hour now because we finished with our Chuck Norris jokes. So now it can be the bottom of the hour. This is Pod Bros, a production of Sound, Sound Bros Productions. Productions. Chuck Norris doesn't get frostbite. Chuck Norris bites frost. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to read that last one. Chuck Norris lost both of his legs in a car accident. Yeah? Yeah, he walked it off. You know, Chuck Norris was born in a log cabin he built with his own hands. True. I, that one doesn't work for me. You know, Chuck Norris, uh, The Rock, Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Mr. T all walked into a bar, and the bar exploded out of sheer awesomeness. I could see that. I could see that. Oh, well, should we tell women jokes? 
No, but we should tell this one joke that is slightly off-color. Ooh. I like off-color jokes. Actually, we never finished the bottom of the hour. Chuck Norris once visited the Virgin Islands. They are now just the islands. It's the bottom of the hour. (laughs) So ridiculous. We're Pod Bros. A production of Sound Bros Bros Productions. 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 Um, (laughs) We're on iTunes. Google Play. Podbean. Facebook. Spotify? Spotify. Yeah, we're on Spotify. And iTunes. I said iTunes first. Did you say iTunes? And Podbean. And Podbean. Thank you to everybody who's listening. Thank you to all the new listeners. We've got a couple of new listeners now. Um, To everybody in recovery. Hang in there. Keep doing it. You're doing it. You're doing, You're doing it, it, Peter. Um, <coughs> in case you ever have any questions on the random quotes from movies, feel free to drop us a line and ask, and we can tell you which one it is. <laughs> that particular one is from uh, Hook, starring Robin Williams, one of, uh, one of the best actors ever. Um, and we're sad he's gone. Uh, but yeah, the it's the big guy. Yep. And it was it's a great movie, and we have fun uh, with it. Yep. So I lost my marbles. <laughs> yeah, he lost them good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So uh, well, the weather. The weather. You're doing the weather. I don't have the weather up. Did you I find ha- the? I have the weather site? right here. Yeah, it was like way down the page. I have to blow my nose. No one's stopping you. Well, I don't so want to right leave now, while you're doing the weather. Right now, because I want to know what the weather is. Right now, is. it says that it's clear. Okay, I'm leaving. Sometimes the Noah site is weird. Hello. It it says it's clear right now, but it's clearly cloudy outside. Um, actually, it was clear earlier. Clear-ish. It's got those weird mountain low clouds. Anyway. Tonight, it's supposed to snow and rain, and there's supposed to be areas of fog. Um, And then Christmas Day, it's supposed to be snow. Christmas night, it's supposed to be snow. Thursday, it's supposed to be snow. Friday, it's supposed to be snow. Saturday, it's supposed to snow and then be clear and sunny halfway through the day. Um, And then um, there's a slight chance of snow on Monday, and then it looks like it'll be clear and sunny. My guess is the slight chance of snow on Monday will not be snow at all. It'll just be some clouds, and there won't be any snow. Um, It looks like total nighttime accumulation overnight is less than half an inch possible. New snow accumulation, less than half an inch possible. New snow accumulation, less than half an inch possible. Little to no snow accumulation. No new, new snow accumulation less than an inch possible. So we're going to get a bunch of millimeters of snow. Yeah, so no snow now? No, no, it's going to snow. But as I said multiple times today, it's not nearly cold enough. Yeah, it's really not. Um, and the problem, see, the biggest issue here is You're that, the problem. Actually, no, I'm actually, seeing no, right now. Not. I know, I see exactly what the problem is. The problem right now is that the dew point is 30 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. And with the wind chill, when the wind is blowing, is 30 degrees Fahrenheit. And as we discussed yesterday, 
Did we discuss this yesterday? We did a little bit. Okay. About the wind chill making it cold enough for precipitation. However, in this case, because of the fact that the let's wind take, chill... Let's take a moment. Okay. So, that sound you hear in the background is the mother. You can't run away. You can't run Come away back. now. The heck? <laughs> We've been trying to get her. We were going to have her be on the show today, and then she uh, she wa- she wasn't interested. So so anyway, now here she um, is, and now she's gone. And anyway, continue. It's not. It's just not cold enough. It's just not going to be cold enough. Um, so that less than half an inch, less than an inch, less than half an inch, less than an inch, less than half an inch, less than an inch. Hey, awesome! She brought us a toothbrush. Um, mom. Hi. What do you have for soap in the bathroom? Say Merry Christmas to everybody. Come over here and talk right there and say Merry Christmas. You don't have to get close. Merry Christmas to everybody. Yay. You did it. That was the Pod Bros mom. She's awesome. Just in case you forgot your... She brought me toothbrush and toothpaste because I forgot my toothbrush and toothpaste because we're doing the Christmas tradition of spending the night at the parents' house for Christmas. So how do you brush your teeth all the time? I brush my teeth every day. I do not brush my teeth. Ever? Ever. That's kind of gross. No, what what I do is I actually use um I use a I use a, a rag. Okay, so let's clarify. I clean my mouth by brushing my teeth. You clean your mouth by using a rag. Yeah, I, I wipe my teeth off. You wipe your teeth off. It's yeah. the same thing, it's mm-hmm. just not nearly as abrasive. Yeah, that's right? the idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it it works. I I just got into the habit of brushing my teeth. I actually brush my teeth on average two or three times a day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I I'm I am that OC that little bit of OCD where I can't if my mouth tastes fuzzy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, then I I get uncomfortable and I can't handle it. So, um, so I, I usually use a combination of the wiping the teeth. And I get now just so that we're on the same page. This is not the same washcloth that you use in the shower because that would be crappy. That's the washcloth that you use. So definitely (laughs) not. (laughs) Bye, mom. See you later. (laughs) Anyway, just I'm just saying I don't. But you clean your teeth. I do clean my teeth on on a very regular basis. Do you have cavities? Um, No. Yeah. See, there you go. No. As a matter um, of fact, it's really funny. The reason I started doing it was because um, the dentist, I would go to the dentist and he would be like, oh, your teeth look really good. You must brush all the time. And I was like, no, I just wipe my teeth off. And then I realized, because I, I don't know, I maybe was watching a conspiracy video or something, but they were talking about when you inconsistently brush your teeth, because that's the issue that I have with brushing my teeth. Is not doing it all the time. Is that it's inconsistent with brushing. With oh, wiping, okay. I... It's one of those things when you wipe your teeth off, you you don't have to just use a a, a rag. You can a use paper a paper towel, towel yeah. or something like that. And um, and so for me, it's like you know if I'm somewhere, I can just grab a couple paper towels and do it real quick, and it's not a big deal. Um, and so I was reading somewhere that if you inconsistently brush your teeth, it actually causes more cavities than 
the regular teeth brushing. And I, I don't know that that's true or not, but I have noticed that since I stopped brushing my teeth and started doing this teeth wiping process, yes. um, I haven't gotten cavities. Okay, that makes sense. Um, because I actually got cavities when I was younger when I was very inconsistently brushing my teeth. Okay, so then the question is, is the breath, does the breath change? Probably. Because my breath, if I don't brush my teeth, is you can't be in the same room as me. I will kill you with my breath. I get bad breath. Well, I mean, there's good gum out there and, you know, stuff like that. That's the thing is that I I use gum a lot. I will a lot of times use gum. Um, Boy, we've covered the gambit in this show. Good Lord. Yeah. We're on teeth. We are. And brushing so, or not brushing. So are you team? So here's the question: Are you team brush your teeth or team not brush your teeth? Um, correct. Are you no, team? No, 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 no. Are you team brush your teeth? Brush, brush your teeth or, or wipe your wipe teeth? Your teeth right. I am not condoning not not taking also, care of your teeth. Also, do not confuse. Make sure that you, if you are a teeth wiper, please don't brush your butt. Really. <laughs> Wow, I really? just wanted to go there. Why not? Why? Because it's because it's the opposite, right? No. Like you No. No? No. Yeah. No. Oh, well, I thought it was funny. No. It's my thing on the show to do something apparently, crappy. Apparently it is. <laughs> it's a little bit it's a little bit more. Is it too far? Than normal. Too far? A lot. Oh come on. It's just like a hairbrush. Nope. You or a what? shower brush. Okay. All right. We're gonna we're gonna move along <laughs> past this subject onto another subject. Okay, big guy. Why? There are certain people that will laugh. I will get text messages about how it was funny. You know, maybe what, maybe Luke? not. It is also one o'clock past one o'clock in the morning. Um, and this is the reason why people don't do shows like this in the middle of the night, because you can't think straight and you say odd random things. Of course, our show is all odd random anyway. That is true. So, it's Christmas Eve. So, what no, well we have to finish the question. Are you team brush or wipe? Yeah, on your teeth. And and just to be clear, just to reiterate, I am not condoning not cleaning your teeth. Because just, he we just do it in different ways. Because wooden teeth and mule teeth are the worst thing ever. Uh, what ask. wait, what are mule teeth? Just ask George Washington. Whoa, 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 whoa. Reel it back. What are mule teeth? Teeth from a mule. That you put in your own mouth? Yeah, George Washington. Oh, and I went too far with something else. That's disgusting. I'm not saying that that's not disgusting. I'm saying clean your teeth because that's the alternative. Oh, I don't even. How does that even work? Have you ever seen pictures of George Washington? Mules have like really big teeth, though. Yeah. Cover multiple teeth at once. Not I'm having teeth. a hard time. I'm having a hard time. Uh, I'm having a hard time visually. I know that he had wooden teeth. It might not have been mule teeth. I know he had an an. There was a certain animal that he did use the teeth from. They because had like his teeth rotted out dentures. of his head. Yeah, his teeth rotted out of his head. It was actually a very common thing. If you wa- if you look at pictures of the founding fathers, a lot of times the reason why they look so serious is not because they were sitting there for a long time having their picture. It's because they keep their mouths closed. It's because they kept their mouths closed. And because they were in somewhat of a certain amount of pain with their mouths. Really? Because of the... Awkwardness of... Well, the lack of hygienics 
as far as teeth healthiness went. Well, I mean, in that in that in that case, we're we are light years ahead of that. I mean, we have we have soap and we have regular bathing. I mean, in Rome, that... it was what? Or no, not Rome. Uh, England. In England, once it a was year. once a year. Oh my gosh! And that was upper class. Yeah, it was. Well, what, what was the place that it was considered? Um, it was considered uh, um, incorrect to bathe. Yeah, it was England. Mom has the best soap. We just found out. Um, yeah, it was actually in most of Europe. It was it was considered um, unholy. That's it. That's bathe. what it was. That's what it was. And and mostly it had to do with the fact that they had no germ theory. They had no concept of, you know. If you're taking a dump upstream, it fouls up the water. Right, right. Which yeah, is actually so don't something pee in the stream, right? It was actually something that wasn't really fleshed out until the Civil War, where. Um, well, I mean, that was what would happen. It would get into the food, right? It would get into the food well, stores. Into, and... More than getting into the food, um, uh, this is you know, and, and of course here we are talking about crappy stuff again, but. Uh, okay. Well, this the, one, this one wasn't with the like... civil. Well, with the Civil War, you essentially you had we the United States had gotten to a point where you had men of science that were actually doing so, legitimate science, legitimate observational science, and so you also had large groups of people concentrated in one area in regiments, right. and so you have you know so you've got this doctor or whatever this scientifically thinking person and they're sitting there watching all of the horses from the cavalry are upstream going to the bathroom and all of the soldiers from from squad six are all taking a shower downstream in poo and the next day they're all in the infirmary the infirmary with scurvy or whatever it is uh, you know it would have it would have been a a stomach disease probably something like Diarrhea or something like that. Right, right. That's typically what you get from. Well, because the your body can't reprocess the bacteria. Yeah, that's the that's yeah. the idea. You're, it's this. It's the kind of sickness you get when you don't wash your hands from going to the bathroom. Right. That's I got what you. they would have gotten. I got you. And he said, "Hey, I saw this. This happened." And then he saw it again and said, "Oh, look, the same thing happened again." So let's swap those. No, let's have a spot. That everyone goes to the bathroom that's not near the water source. Ah. And so that's why they started digging. You dug your latrine. Away. Latrine. Latrine. No. Latrine duty. That's where that comes from. <laughs> What's your job? You My say, job. Did you say duty? I did. Duty. <laughs> duty. <laughs> duty. Your job is to dig the spot where everyone uses the bathroom. You know? And so that a lot of a lot of the Civil War was that kind of science. And we actually get our, our concept of modern hospitals where you have all of everything's white and you have standardized medicine for everyone and you have all sorts of different things. Well, like that. if it's white, then you can see where there's a problem. Exactly. That's the point, because a lot of times and the then doctors when, would. Yeah, but they didn't quite put the two together into washing their hands until what point? No, it was around the same time because you had Pasteur in, in Europe. Right. Who was talking about you had bacteria. And if you didn't wash your hands. And change your clothes. Right. When you So w with Pasteur, what he was watching was he would watch the doctor would do an autopsy and then go deliver a baby. Right. And the baby would die. Or have serious issues. 
And he was like, if you... Or the mother would die. Or the mother would die, or both. Right. If you wash your hands and change your clothes, when you go from the autopsy to delivering the baby, ta-da! Yeah, the baby's fine. Because a dead body is full of of a lot of things that are bad. Okay, so let's let's circle this back around, because we were talking about religion earlier, but let's... And and the Bible, so let's circle back around. The Bible in the Old Testament, there was specific rules for not touching dead bodies and then touching people right. to the to the tune of days at a time yep. that you had to you had to stay separate from people um so god gave us this stuff beforehand and and if you if you look at the stuff in the bible when they talk about all these different things that we've now uh connected with medical things if you look at them and you account for like for example um with touching the dead right and you had to be atoned. You were for unclean. Yes. You were uncleaned, and then you had to go to the the priest. the priest, and you and there was a certain amount of you had to do a certain number of things, and there was a certain amount of time you had to be separate, and then you were atoned. Yeah, but it was yeah, and and so people look at that as a religious thing, but it wasn't. But if it you, was a scientific thing. If, yeah, if you put it in the if you put it in the concept of science, right. You had to go to the priest and then be separated from everybody so that all of that nasty bacteria and stuff Died. wouldn't spread. It would die. It would die off. Or you would take a shower and it would clean it off. And that's why certain aspects of life were separate from, you know, separate from the people. You would go away for a week or you would disappear for, you know, if you, right, if right. There, somebody died in the house, you had to burn everything and, you know, or and separate you know, yourself found, from the you know, week. In, or, in the case of the, uh, one of my favorite uh Cases of this, which is actually something that they have quantified in the 21st century, 20th and 21st century, is leprosy. Right. So with leprosy, when they moved into the land of Canaan, you know, where where modern day Israel is now, Israel and Jordan. Right. Was ancient Israel. Right. Right. When they moved into the land, they essentially conquered areas that had houses built already, whole, whole villages and towns and cities built. Right. And if they ever found any idols in the house, they had to burn, they had to purge everything in the house. Right. And they, had, and they had to go present themselves to the priest to make sure that they were clean. Well, you know, you look at that as this, you know, here these people are being ridiculous and religious. But yet, here in the 20th and 21st century, they've discovered that leprosy is a uh, kind of a bacteria fungus type thing that grows on metal. Really? And so you had these metal or wooden idols in the home, and a lot of times they didn't have them out in display. A lot of times they would hide, you know, depending on what religion you were. It was behind the cabinet. They would hide it in the wall or something like that. And so here it is. Here's this. Um, here's this metal idol or this wooden idol or this half metal, half wooden idol, and it's sitting in the wall where it's moist and damp. Perfect environment for growing bacteria. Right. And then you find it and you expose it to the air. And now people have leprosy. And if you don't immediately leave the house and burn the whole house so there's nothing left, which is the best way to get rid of bacteria is to burn it. Right. You could get leprosy from it. And so now they've actually gotten to the point where they can actually uh, stop. It's not a cure because the leprosy actually damages your body permanently. That's fun. Um, but it is a, they actually do have a, a, a treatment 
that can prevent that prevents it actually kills the back that kills the bacteria in your body. It kills the leprosy in your body. Um, it's actually a, a crazy epidemic in India because um, all these people that get leprosy get a special disability for being on leprosy. And they actually will refuse to take the cure because they look like they have leprosy because what's damaged is damaged, but they can't get, so they won't be able to get jobs and then they won't be on disability. So they're, if they, they're stuck in the middle. So, and that's socialized medicine, right? Well, I mean, to a certain extent, India is kind of a unique, India has kind of a unique setup because of their, you you have two very diverse religions, actually right. three very diverse religions, all housed in one country, um, along with a religion that's essentially uh, a refugee religion, right? Because they right. all fled Tibet, you know. Right. Yeah. Okay. So um, we are uh, we are we are getting to the end here. We are. Um, and we did say that we were going to do a little bit of the um, the story here. So I'm going to start with uh, Luke 1, uh, verse 26, right? I mean, you're not going to sit here and read all the the genealogies? Yeah, the first part was the genealogy, and of course, Zechariah. I'm not going to read the genealogy. Why not? People want to hear me do that, by the way. Or we can just explain what the genealogies are. Well, we'll jump in. We'll explain that tomorrow. Okay. Okay. So uh, Luke 1, verse 26. Uh, Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to the city of Galilee, named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And having come in, the angel said to her, Rejoice, highly favored one, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting this was. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son, and she and you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob, for, Jacob forever, and his kingdom there will be no end. Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have not known a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Highest will overshadow you. Therefore also the Holy One who is to be born is to be called the Son of God. Now, indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived uh, a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who is called barren. For God, for with God, nothing will be impossible. Then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Can we give a context note? By all means, and that's where I'm going to stop anyway. Uh, Zachariah and Zachariah, um, Zacharias, Zacharias and Elizabeth, and Elizabeth could not couldn't have, have kids, and they were Zacharias very, was the it was his turn was to be the high priest. It was his turn to go in and sacrifice. Right, he was the uh, the well, not high priest, not the, the high priest, the sacrificial priest. They would they would draw lots, right, and each one would go in once a year. Yeah, once a year they would go in, and it was his year. And it was his year to go, and he had drawn lots for that year. Um, and he went in, and the angel of the Lord showed up. Yep. Was the angel of the Lord showed up? Yeah, it was the angel of the Lord, and, and told well, him no, that, no, it's important to understand that there's a difference between... Between God showing up and the angel of the no, Lord. No, no, no. Between the angel of the Lord showing up and a specifically named angel. Which this was Gabriel. 
And was it the angel of the Lord that showed up or was it Gabriel that showed up? Well, we're going to find out and we're going to go over our time a little bit to find out because accuracy is everything in this. Especially in this case, because as you know, the angel of the Lord is Jesus. Oh, right, 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 right. When it talks about in the Old Testament, the angel of the Lord. So it was that while he was, okay, so this is Luke 1, verse 8. Okay. So it was that while he was serving as priest before God in the order of his division, according to the custom of the priesthood, his lot fell to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people was praying outside at the hour of incense. Then an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing on the right Ah, side of the altar of incense. An angel of the Lord, not the angel of the Lord. Not the angel, an angel. So it was not necessarily Gabriel. No, it wasn't Gabriel, and it wasn't Jesus. Because it would have specified. It was an angel. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zacharias, for your prayer has been heard. And your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John. And you will have joy and gladness and will rejoice at his birth, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. And he was also he will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. And he will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to their children, quote unquote. And the, and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready and uh, a people and prepare the Lord. And Zacharias said to the angel, how shall I know this? For I am an old man and my wife is well advanced in years. Um, And the angel answered and said to him, I am Gabriel who stands in the presence of God. There it is. And was sent to speak to you and bring you these glad tidings. But behold, you will be mute and not able to speak until the day these things take place because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled in their own time. And we are going to end there. This is Pod Bros. This is the Christmas Eve show. Merry early Christmas. We will say Merry Christmas again. We are on everything. Podbean, iTunes, Facebook, YouTube, Google Play, YouTube, YouTube, Spotify. Google Play, Spotify. And uh, and thanks for listening. The, uh, the subject matter when it's late like this goes all over the map, but we enjoyed it and we hope you enjoy it too. Um... And uh, we hope you learned something. Because wait, wait. there's one thing we forgot. What tomorrow night? What about tomorrow night? Christmas on the oh, air. Oh, the Christmas on the Potter's air show, seven thirty at the Potter's house at seven thirty. Um, awesome. Yeah, go there because it's going to be good. It's going to be as good as tonight was, or today was at the Heights. Hopefully, it'll be really good. We'll see. So, um, I'm not yeah. I'm not as involved in that, so I can't say for sure. Right. Right. So, but we can only hope, but the Podros Padre is, he is. So at least so, that part will be good. At least that part will be good. Um, and the first song is pretty epic. Cause that's the only part I've heard. So is it, I can't say it for anything else, but the first song is pretty epic. Awesome. So here we are once again. So anyway, I hope we you hope you learned something. something. Show, Cause if you're not learning, you're dying. You're dying. So stay, stay alive, alive and, and Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas.